Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise, from the top of Mount Sinai, it's Jacqueline Trumbull. Hey guys. How you doing? I am, I am good. We were talking before, we were like, are we good? <laughs> we said it in a very unconvincing eh. way. <laughs> we're fine. Been worse. I'm not the kind of person who's ever like, God, I'm great. <laughs> it's like there's something to complain about. Yeah. I think I can. Well, we can complain about The Bachelor. I can definitely complain about this episode. Yeah, so this week, this was week three, and it was it was kind of a weird week. You know, the, the first group date was at, it was at Medieval Times for Pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, the second was an exhausting-looking fitness challenge hosted by American hero Terry Crews, who mm-hmm. was squandered. In this episode. And uh, in between, Elise went on a one-on-one uh, to a theme park with a bunch of unsupervised children. <laughs> yeah. um, but really, it was all about the drama between former Miss USA friends, Kaylin and Hannah B. Um, and they're toxic and deceitful. Yeah. And what lame drama it was. <laughs> what was the point? Well, we'll get to that. All right. But first, I got three questions for you. Okay. Um, so which girl did you like the most this week? Okay, so I've done a 180 on some of my opinions from last week. Okay. I've also watched that episode mm-hmm. in full, and so I've, I have changed my ways. You were so funny watching it last week. You were just <laughs> sitting in this chair going, <laughs> cracking me up. My favorite girl out of all of these is Demi. Oh, okay. I th- I've come around on Demi, too. I love Demi. Yeah. I think she's incredible. I don't think she likes Colton at all, and I do still think she, everything she does is for airtime, but she is amazing. Yeah. And her edit is completely sociopathic. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's right. It's it's nuts. Like she's just totally leaning into being completely insane. It's really, really great. Her confrontation scenes are just great, yeah. especially because the women confronting her are it's like they don't have a leg to stand on, really. They don't I mean, ha- they don't then have she becomes it. a complete and utter bitch. And that's also they, and then they kind of do have a leg to stand on. But it's so entertaining that. Yeah. Yeah. No one's ever going to side with them. So. Right. And she's she's. She's carrying the show right now. Yeah, because nobody seemingly has a personality. Yeah. Which, again, is editing, I'm sure. Just want to be nice. But but yeah, I'm just not getting, I'm not getting a lot of um, from any of these yeah. women besides Demi. They're all characters. They're all characters that we have seen before. I mean, even Demi is a character that we've seen before. Like, she, so does she have the same producer as Corinne? Almost certainly. Yeah. Corinne was a little bit more convincing to me for yeah. some reason. Demi just seems kind of all over the place and just sort of like strange, yeah. which is <laughs> great. I, I never know what she's thinking or where she's going to go. Um, whereas Corinne was much more just, it, it, it seemed like a more solidified personality. Mm-hmm. Like she's over hypersexual. She's um, extroverted. She's spoiled. She's entitled, you know, all these things. But it was all kind of, kept together by this sense of vitality mm-hmm. and um, wit and yeah yeah so Corinne made sense Demi is just <laughs> <laughs> right she's very all over the place like is yeah. she is she a kid is she yeah I love the youth component it's yeah. so funny she acts like she's 15 years old and the and I really, really like in the earlier confrontations with people like Tracy she'd be she'd put on this really syrupy voice be like yeah I understand. <laughs> But you're just such a special person. You're the best person I've ever met. It's like, you don't mean that at all. Yeah, I loved what she said. You're just one of the greatest people I've ever... It was just the, yeah, just the phoniest. Yeah. Just... Oh, uh, great. Right. And just, right. And just the, right, these confrontations are so one-sided because 
she doesn't care. Like she's 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 just bulletproof. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She has the armor mm-hmm. of not letting things get to her. Not a lot of women are like that either. No. So I really kind of admire that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, this this would be the show would be much much worse without her. It would just be. I mean, it was all Hannah and Kaylin anyway, but it would be even. Even harder. Yeah, Demi's the only person who creates content because this drama between Hannah and Kaylin, there's nothing to it. Next question. Yeah. How do you think Colton did? I, this is another 180 I'm doing. I did not super like Colton in this episode. Yeah. I'm just not getting any chemistry from him with any, I get that he, there are some women that he likes, but I'm just not seeing the charisma. Mm-hmm. I think he's decent at expressing himself emotionally, or at least he was in the last episode, this episode. Not particularly, but I'm not, there's no, I'm just not convinced by anything, Mm -hmm. any of these connections. Yeah. What do you think? And also, I think the kissing scenes are gross. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of a, I thought it was kind of a weird episode for him where he, he, uh, he did some stuff that was like maybe kind of, he just, like he handled some situations kind of callously or even just sort of. (laughs) Hannah. I do think he is very... Um, emotionally present, like in yeah. a way that um, you always know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, when when she <laughs> she when Hannah came to him and he put his hands over his face and like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just was so stressed <sighs> out. But um, and it seems like yeah, it seems like he uh, he knows he knows when things are not working, mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't. He doesn't hide it, um, which is sort of he, – he wants to be a Ben Higgins, but he's a, he's a Nick Vial. Well, he, yeah. That's why this, this season feels super produced to me. You know who he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Why are they still here? Oh, yeah, it's because of production. Like, mm-hmm. the, yeah, there's – Well, he only likes three. Of these women? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He likes Katie, who has gotten almost no screen time. Who's Katie? Katie was the one he they there was like a minute where they were talking about, you know, like we both like sushi. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um yeah. so he likes her. She's gotten almost no airtime. She's gonna be every season has somebody who kind of sneaks in to the You don't say. <laughs> right. Cause you were you would have you would have been Final Four if you hadn't self-eliminated. Well, that is the official position that you have to take. <laughs> <laughs> but you would have you would have been you would have been the Katie where you, we don't see too much of you. You're seeing I think you're seeing a good deal of Katie. I mean, she I just am not I'm bad with names. Um, She's not particularly memorable is the sad <laughs> thing to say about Katie. <laughs> None of these women are particularly memorable no. except for Demi. Except for Demi. Yeah. Um So he, he likes Katie. He likes Katie. He likes Hannah G. Yeah. And he likes okay. Cassie. He likes Kaylin too. You don't. Oh, think? and he likes Kaylin. Yeah. So there's your final four. But he, so he, there's only there's four that he likes. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody else really he has no interest in. Yeah. And he can't even really fake it. I know. I'm still hoping that Nicole will pull forward. I still like her. Who's Nicole? Nicole's the one we liked the oh, first. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still Nicole. I still I thought Nicole was good this week. She's always good. She, yeah. I was, when she, they were doing the fitness date and she was like, this is, this is bad. This is not for me. I know. I really she liked her in that pull scene. Up. She couldn't do a pull up. I was like, I can't do I a I like pull up. you more. You're great. <laughs> yeah. You're great. She did say, I'm here for all the right reasons, which I was like, mm, I don't really like that. <laughs> it's kind of a stock answer, isn't it, Nicole? It kind of is. But no, she's great. Shout out to Nicole. 
but yeah, I mean, he's, and then just sort of, uh, what did he say? He said something like kind of brutally, Colton did, when he was eliminating Caitlin. I think he said something like, you're just not for me. I think that's what it was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're just not for me. (laughs) Like she's, uh, you know, like Riverdale is not for me. Like, like, like you're not to my, you're not to my taste. Exactly. Yeah. I think Colton this week on a pitchfork scale, he would have gotten, he would have gotten about a 6.2. That reads more like a 5.6 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. And would you have enjoyed any of these dates? When I was watching the episode, I was thinking, dear God, I'm so glad I'm not on the show anymore. However, I probably would have because I... Group dates actually happen to be really fun if you can stay away from the emotional problems. Um, But I probably would have enjoyed the Medieval Times date. It was very similar to my wrestling date, which I really like. Which was also also week three. Yeah. 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 Um, The strength one I probably would have liked less, but it's fine. (laughs) The one thing I did not want to do was get up and do a comedy routine or Mm. something like that, even though I'm naturally hilarious, so... (laughs) <laughs> now but now yeah now but now you go on stage and you and you talk yeah but it's very rehearsed it's very re- right yeah. right to do that to do something like that basically to like with a gun to your head like they're mm-hmm. doing it mm-hmm. is very stressful yeah but yeah so you would have liked the you would have liked the medieval times pirate edition I mean, it would have been fine. Yeah. You, it's you like to dress up in stupid. I do costumes. love to dress up in any costumes. So that would have been great. Yeah. And it was it was kind of low stakes. I mean, there was nothing that nerve wracking about it. Yeah. You, you're supposed to look stupid. So that's the kind of thing where you just get out of your comfort zone a little bit and go forth. That's true. Yeah. You kind of got to like, yeah, I'm dressed as a pirate. It's fun. Yeah. got to have <laughs> just... Enjoy yourself a little bit, yeah, and it's fine. Unlike Colton. Colton can't enjoy himself. <laughs> no, We're going to talk about this. I want to talk about this later. But Colton has a very hard time. He doesn't seem like he has fun. But <laughs> what did you think of him in his pirate outfit? It was just so, ugh. There's just no sexiness for me in this entire <laughs> season. Yeah. That's right. And that's really the thing with Demi. Mm-hmm. Is that she is so sexually aggressive and makes him so obviously uncomfortable in a yeah. way that is like he is not enjoying it. It's not funny to him. He's no. genuinely like you see him like tensing up. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, well, she's also I not. I love it. <laughs> it's clearly her shtick. I mean, she's not doing it from a point that seems natural to me. She's just like, I'm going to go. And mess with Colton today. Yeah. Um, because, she, you know, her spanks are like a little bit. She's just a little psychopath. They, they're just <laughs> unleashed on him. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. But it was it's it's I mean, that was like tying somebody up and spanking them. That's that's uh, for, for 8 p.m. on a Disney network. Hey. Yeah. It's pretty. I like pretty her version rushy. of consent, too. Are you nervous yet? <laughs> right. That's a game you play in eighth grade. Are you nervous? Yeah. Child, she did a. She did a. I saw she did a um, ten year challenge. What's that? It was a the oh, social the media two, thing 19. where it was like two thousand nine, twenty nineteen, uh-huh. and it was she was she was a literal child. The <laughs> the, the, the the photo she posted. 
So no, you're 12 years old. <laughs> so you would have liked the pirate date the best. But you, so how, what, how about the uh, – would you do you like theme parks? Do you like roller coasters? This date would have been hard for me because the problem with it whenever they bring on especially children is that you're now being tested in multiple areas. Mm. So you can't – the focus is not on your chemistry or relationship with the bachelor. Mm-hmm. It is how – how do you do with children? Yeah, you have to show you have yeah. to show your maternal side, right? Which they they sent the oldest woman on the uh-huh. season. Thank God on the maternal <laughs> yeah. date. Man, this is yeah the 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 gender politics of the show <laughs> not good this season. This season this in particular, the nineteen fifties version of the worse, Bachelor, <laughs> yeah. worse than usual. Totally. We have uh, we have feuding pageant queens <laughs> and uh it's yeah a lot of talk about age right ageism right um, i'm just glad the focus is off of me now for my <laughs> comment on parents <laughs> oh my god it was a joke we all listen these people don't get jokes i know it was a joke 27 is not old she got a well-rounded date mm-hmm. i mean you know, they got to see different sides of each other, I suppose. They had the adrenaline going. It was kind of cute. The place was shut down. Yeah. And then they got the dinner portion where they talked, and then they got the concert afterwards. So they did get that quality time together. I just I always feel kind of bad when women are judged so early on something so stressful without developing that comfort mm-hmm. yet. Like she yeah. didn't she wasn't comfortable with Colton yet. They just had a couple of interactions and suddenly she's like being placed in this maternal context. Mm-hmm. They did get to see Tennille Arts. <laughs> so this is with it's every season they do stuff we've seen a million times before, and one of the stock things that they do, yeah, is have a concert by a country singer that no one has ever heard of. You know what happened last season? I could be getting this wrong, but I'm pretty sure Kendall had gone out on a date like a year or two ago with the country singer that they had on another date, <laughs> on Crystal's date. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. I think it was Kendall. Wow. <laughs> and now there's one guy, what's his name? I think his name is Chris Lane, who I think he dated. Lauren Bushnell. Yeah, he dated Lauren Bushnell. Oh. A guy who, Chris Lane has been on it multiple times. <laughs> what a gig. <laughs> yeah, what a gig, right? Uh-huh. But it's always, it's always a country singer. That's not, well, not always, but it's usually a country singer. Yeah. Do you like country music? I do, actually. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I find it comforting. Oh, okay. Take me home. Well, yeah, exactly. So who, what country music do you like? Oh, I like, like, trashy modern country. Yeah, you like Florida Georgia sounds like the, Baby, I do like that song, song. Cruise. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me song. of boating in South Carolina. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't, like, really name country sing- singers. Okay. I, it's like, I'll just go through the Spotify mm-hmm. list. Yeah. That's nice. So I mean you you're perfect for the bachelor. <laughs> so you would so you would have enjoyed Tennille Arts. She sounded fine. Sure. Yeah, she had a pretty voice. Yeah. I just love when they have to act really enthusiastic about the singer. Like, and we got to see <laughs> Tennille Arts. Could this night get any better? <laughs> the person's like backstage with a teleprompter. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Tennille Arts. Yeah. I wonder if you see how many more, you know, Spotify streams you get from going on The Bachelor. Yeah. Um, and then the fitness date, that would have been, I would have hated that. I just would have crapped out early. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You would have been, yeah. I mean, like the pushing the sled through the sand, that mm-hmm. seemed impossible. Mm-hmm. Well, pulling a limo. 
pulling a limo. I think when when um I think it was Caitlin when she pulled that limo. Yeah. They put that car in neutral. There was no way. Well, Diggy Moreland wrote that on Twitter. He's like, <laughs> "The Bachelor's not rigged." And then a hundred and ten pound <laughs> girl pulls a limo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then they keep it's they keep bringing out Fred Willard. Uh huh. The dude next to Chris Harrison yeah. who does the yeah I know. Who is great. Fred Willard, hilarious guy. Mm-hmm. But a weird choice for The Bachelor. <laughs> I don't know why they keep bringing him back. I don't actually know who he is. Oh, he's, he was in, he was in all the um, uh, Christopher Guest movies. Like he was in... I don't know who that is either. Oh, he's a director. He was in, um, you know, like Best in Show. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That date, was, that date was, was tough. It was tough, Hank. And Terry Crews... I don't. I also didn't. Know oh, that Terry Crews is great. Terry Crews is he's on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh-huh. He, uh huh. He he's one of the paragons of non toxic masculinity. He's a great guy. Oh, I see. <laughs> so glad <laughs> to have. And he uh, and he looks. He's very jacked. Yeah, he was very jacked. His wife was very jacked. She was very jacked. Yeah. But I don't know. He just wasn't wasn't that funny. They're all the all the guests this season have just they they have all these comedians on the show and none of them are funny. <laughs> this season they got to pull it together. Pull it together, The Bachelor. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna pull it together. <laughs> Back after this. Brian here, and I just wanted to let Steelers Nation and all football fans know that you can watch me on CBS Sports HQ breaking down games every weekend. What's CBS Sports HQ? It's a free streaming service available anywhere. You watch sports, your phone, tablet, connected TV devices, computer. And it's a chunk full of not just my expert NFL and college football analysis, but highlights, news, and everything you need to be the smartest sports fan in the room. To paraphrase my old coach, Mike Tomlin, the CBS Sports HQ, the standard is the standard. So let's talk about Hannah B. and Kalen. We can try. We can try. I might get bored. But we'll try. Hannah B uh-huh. is a beautiful monster with yeah. a tank of rage. That's that's kind of that's a nice turn of phrase. I have a tank of rage. You know, I was texting Becca Martinez about this. Becca and I had a really, really good hissing scene on our season, and it got cut. And now I see Hannah B is hissing, and I get hers was pretty good. I'll give her that. But <laughs> what was your what did you what was your hissing scene? Uh, Becca tried to interrupt me and Ari, and so I hissed at her. <laughs> And then she told me like to make a, a cat. A, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she told me to make a bird call when I was done. So then afterwards, oh. we're like, Caw-caw! "Oh, yeah, oh, that's nice." Well, because the women on my season yeah. really got along well. That's so nice, yeah. man. This season makes me miss your season because your season was like it was. People thought it was boring while it was going. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you, but there were some really great people on that show. I know. Yeah. And it wasn't completely regressive. Right. It wasn't reg- – right. There were, like, very interesting people on that show uh-huh. with, like, things to talk about, yeah. interesting lives. These people, they have nothing. hmm Nothing. <laughs> oh, man. They're just – so, and Hannah B is – so we've seen this character before. This is Olivia from Ben season. Wait, why do you say that? Because well, even just like so, like the 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 scene of the hissing, the roar. Uh-huh. Remember, there was the meme where Olivia oh, had yeah. her mouth open. It's the same shot. It's like uh, that's true. 
But Olivia was hated because she was she thought she was too smart for the show, or she didn't. Yeah. She seemed condescending. Yeah, whereas true. whereas Hannah, uh, that is not her problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think Hannah has seen the show? Probably, but I don't think she's playing this particularly well. Yeah, she seems like she's eating out of a producer's hand. Mm. The whole decision to like bring this Kaylin, sh- you know, shit to the to his ear this early on especially mm-hmm. is just really stupid yeah um and you'd think you would know that if you ever watched the show like anytime you talk about another woman it does not go well for you you will be gone within a week yeah every single time yeah it's it is an absolute move of desperation yeah and he's obviously chosen Kaylin, and so really the producers are going to keep hannah b for as long as yeah. this boring boring drama continues yeah which will hopefully not be more than another week unless they can actually give us like the substance of the drama because so far it's just they don't like each other and that's yeah. a very simple problem right that does not concern colton they won't right she colton asked hannah like what happened and she couldn't say yeah and either she wouldn't i mean which s- seems to indicate to me that there's not really anything there yeah because if there was something she would say it Mm-hmm. If she had evidence, she would use it against her, but she she doesn't seem to. Well, and then Kayla came doesn't in like her. with this very strange explanation of a lot of bad things have happened. In a lot, you know, like yeah. she, she she indicated that a lot of bad things had happened in her life, but she wasn't ready to talk about them. And I was like, but did they have to do with Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think they did. Oh, so it was, I think it was something else. <laughs> right. Um, and there have been. You know, they, they've been they've talked ab- about in interviews and stuff like there's a conversation that happens with Caitlin later in the season that changes everything. Oh, I think that might be like the night Colton jumps over the fence. I think he had been talking to Caitlin. Yeah, I have. A, I kind of have a feeling that Caitlin is going to be more villainous in this situation. Mm. But then again, even reality, Steve tweeted something today that was like, look, if you talk to Caitlin's friends, they'll say Hannah's in the wrong. If you talk to Hannah's friends, they'll say Caitlin's the wrong. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So I'm like, well, then what are, why are we wasting our time? <laughs> so boring. <laughs> right. Because, uh, right, I mean, it was just, it was built-in drama. Maybe something that they hadn't done exactly this way before. Mm-hmm. Um, and they knew Hannah, Hannah B is easily manipulated. Yeah, and Colton's like tearing his shirt off about this. I'm like, what is the problem? <laughs> These girls don't like each other. yeah. yeah. Fine. They're 23. Yeah. Like, uh. It is kind of sad, you know. Or I don't know if it's sad exactly, but it's like it seems it seems like the like the root of the problem is Kaylin was more successful than Hannah. And yeah. Hannah is jealous and resentful of that. <laughs> Which is like I mean it's not not great. It's not a great way to be. You know the other thing about these women being 23 is that you do get a sense that they don't know how to date. Yeah. And this I came out with a conversation with Caitlin. It's very much like these women are all just out of college, mm. you know, assuming they went to college or whatever. But in college, you date people by, like, going to fraternity parties, having these, like, you know, dumb, drunken uh, interactions. And then, like, over time, you start date. Once you are in your mid to late 20s, you're going on dates, learning how to present yourself, present information about yourself. And so you get much better sound bites. And mm. so, like, every time I listen to these conversations, they're just so boring. <laughs> like, everything is so – Yeah. I Which like is why it's nice sushi. to see, like, Elise yeah. Yeah, on, on the, the date, who I still don't think is, like, that exciting. But she, she you get a sense that she has processed the things mm. that have happened to that her was, in that her was, life. I was very impressed by that. Like, oh, my she, God, her story yeah. was 
heartbreaking. I, I have a thing about siblings too. So anytime I hear about a tragic sibling story, I like lose it. I would have I would have lost it if yeah. I were Colton. But she presented it in such a mature and, yeah. and processed way. She's like, look, this this happened. This influenced me. Yeah. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Like honestly, like I was I was almost I was like Jesus Christ. But even like I wasn't I, right, and I didn't feel like I was gonna cry or anything just because she didn't seem like she was going to you know she yeah. seemed so yeah like she had processed it so well mm-hmm. and then compare that to caitlin who was like yeah i mean nothing's happened in my life that was why it was so funny caitlin has obviously seen the show before and is like wait if you go far you have to have a dramatic story <laughs> no you don't caitlin just go on a few adult dates yeah <laughs> like <laughs> but uh when colton went to talk to the producer about caitlin and caitlin and Hannah. Yeah. Do you know which producer that was? No. Oh, okay. Uh, for one thing, I they so they switch up. There's cast producers and then there's bachelor producers. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. And so I don't know who he has because uh-huh. uh, it it switches like every year. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's interesting that the way that they are kind of taking us behind the curtain a little bit more in the mm-hmm. past couple of seasons, especially after um, Ari and Becca. Like that's that's been that was really a game changer for the franchise but um yeah they're showing us showing us the seams a little bit more i think it's interesting i i kind of like it i believe that started with emily maynard when she found out that ari was dating a producer and then there was that whole like confrontation i think that was one of the first instances and it's kind of grown since then but it's definitely proliferated more in the last season or two right we heard a yeah and then, <laughs> then he, they called in Chris Harrison to oh, to be the rabbi because, of course, that's who everybody <laughs> thinks of as their <laughs> shoulder. Get Ja Rule on the phone. Um, <laughs> does someone saying "just freaking trust me" inspire trust in you? Uh, does not. <laughs> you could see that reflected in his face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's just not a. She's a character, but she's not a good character. I mean, she's not that bad of a character. <laughs> she's I, kind of, I mean, just like they, they're, I mean, it's kind, it's kind of sometimes watching the show feels very unethical. We're just watching this, them torture this girl. They were just watching her lose her mind. I did feel, you know, I felt a little bit bad for Kaylin because what you could see, and I think the reason she was crying as much as she was, was she, it's not just that she was dragged in the mud in front of Colton. I mean, this is in front of. 10 million people or whatever. And so it's like, you know, she goes in probably with this great reputation after her run at Miss USA. And she's probably really nice. Yeah. Much like fairly mature person. And then within a week of being on the show, she gets her character denigrated. Yeah. She didn't want to deal with any of this. No, she probably didn't know Hannah was going to be there. I mean, certainly didn't know Hannah was going to be there. And it's like her character is now under question just because we need, Good TV, and yeah. it isn't even good TV. Yeah. So I feel bad about that. Yeah. And she obviously, it was very clear she d- she had not wanted to bring any of that to the surface, and then there it was. It's like, ugh. Yeah, she just pulled Colton aside to talk about it, just kind of to defend herself sort of preemptively, like, hey, like, she's going to, like, this is what happened, kind of. Um, I don't want to talk about this, but I have to. Mm-hmm. But she, I think she does know that she... She's in the stronger position in this conflict because he clearly doesn't like Hannah anymore. She no, tried to kiss him and he was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, please. He was like, fine. 
a little bit. She 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 pressured him into kissing her. Oh. Um. So she'll be gone next week, right? At, no, it depends on how long this drama lasts. If it gets better, this it could won't go get forever. Better. All right. Well. It's got to. Well, I think. You right, think he jumps the fence next episode? I don't know if it's next next episode. I don't know Singapore, exactly. Right? No, 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 no. Because they said the the fence jump is in Colorado, so it's later on. Okay. It's later on, like during during his hometown. Yeah. I think I think that the, this this does seem like a, a season of gimmicks, though. Yeah. And you have women who are staying here because of whatever their gimmick is. Yeah. I, I feel bad saying these things are gimmicks, but it, because they they aren't intrinsically. These are just aspects of these women's lives. But once you go on the show, it becomes a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like the you know Heather never been kissed. Mm-hmm. She's going to be on the show until she gets kissed. Yeah. That's a fact. The pageant girls will be on the show until they until this drama comes to a head. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I mean Demi obviously yeah. she's got the hypersexual thing. I mean, Tracy's going to be on the show until she is done being upset by the whole cougar comment. And even the women that he has genuine connections with, you're actually not seeing it all. Yeah. It's all sacrificed to the gimmick. Yeah. And I, I feel that a little bit with Colton, too. I'm just not getting a sense of these people. I'm just getting a sense of, like, the whatever they're being used for for the show. Yeah. So this kind of brings me to another thing that kind of intrigues me about Colton. Okay. Um, is that he, it seems like he has a hard time having fun. Yeah. He seems very stressed out all the time. (laughs) And like things, when things are going well, things will be going fine. And then he gets thrown a curveball and it sends him into a spiral. Like, you know, Hannah said, like, if you're interested in her, I don't see how you could be interested in me. And he, he was like, oh, He just like he's 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 into the drama of it all. Yeah, and you know that's not that hard of a. Of, it's not that difficult to come up with a response to that. I happen to be attracted to both of you. Yeah, these are the things that I'm attracted to in you. I have multiple layers to my personality. Also, I've known you guys for like five minutes. <laughs> I, like, there's just no, I might not like either of you. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm sure. Yeah. It's it's like the producers are like rubbing their hands in glee because they know that the ending of the show is just going to become completely unbearable, reach a fever pitch that is just going to be on. <laughs> he actually, Elisa just showed me a, uh, somebody posted a meme where Colton, I don't care if I'm the most hated bachelor at the end of this, Ari, then a picture of Ari going, give it a <laughs> thumbs up. And then Colton retweeted that and said, hold my beer, bro. So Colton knows. And then there was the other, like Colton, something is going to happen. Yeah. And we are going to turn hard on Colton. Well, he also went into this pretty unpopular. Yes. Yeah. It's a rough season. All right, we're going to take a break. (laughs) We'll be back after this. Steelers Nation, Bryant here. And I wanted to make sure you know about my buddy, Will Brinson's daily NFL podcast, The Pick 6 Podcast. It's available every day before you think about waking up, and it features the perfect mix of analysis, picks, fantasy, and news to get your NFL day going. Plus, I'm on it every week, which means you know it's a primetime podcast. Okay, Jacqueline, we're going to take a quick trip to Influencer Island, your favorite place. My favorite place. So this is interesting. Hmm. This surprised me. As of this morning, Never Been Kissed Heather has had the largest percentage growth of anyone on the show. Interesting. Yeah. She started with little less than Mm 3,500 followers. On Instagram. Now she's up to, as of this morning, she's up to 39,000, wow. you know, thousand percent growth. Mm-hmm. And from last week, she's had 106% growth from like from 
from Tuesday morning to Tuesday morning. Wow. Which is like she hasn't done much. No, no. So what I think is happening here mm-hmm. is that this is the silent majority of Bachelor fans uh-huh. are following her. I do know? like Heather. Well, I don't know. I liked the one season, the one scene she had with Colton. Where she, where she wanted him to kiss her? Yeah, I liked her vibe. That's kind of all I'm going on with most of these women. <laughs> do I like their vibe or not? Yeah. <laughs> I like Heather's vibe, Nicole's vibe, Elise's vibe. Nicole is the only one whose vibe I like. <laughs> Heather, very popular mm-hmm. percentage. Like she's got her, uh, she's not, doesn't have the biggest following. That's still, that's still Hannah G by a lot. Um, Hannah G by a lot, but Heather is his, uh, she's got her, she's got her, she's got a cult following. Great. Well, good for, good for her. And Elise, so this is the value of a one-on-one date. Yeah. Elise gained 10.2 thousand followers overnight. Yeah, that feels right. Is that, is that what you, <laughs> is that what you got? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's that. And then, um, little outside of the show, but Jason has gained 100,000 followers since going public with dating Caitlin Bristow. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny, right? Which is not to say that it's fake, that the relationship is fake, <laughs> but it's definitely a benefit. Yep. Just... How much is 100,000 followers worth? Um, probably getting 1,000 to 2,000 per post. And you're probably a thousand getting more, two a more month. or in like, general. Oh, okay. I, I think it would. Yeah, that would be my estimate. One okay. to two thousand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did have somebody reach out uh, and ask a question that sh- she wanted to address on the podcast, oh, okay. which was how much do women pay for like clothing and makeup before they go on the show? Obviously, I can't speak for other women. I spent about a thousand, which is very very low. Mm-hmm. I think I borrowed almost every single one of my dresses from my sister. I was also not trying to be a style icon, though. So uh, you borrowed from your sister. That's nice. My sister's forty-two years old. And I borrowed all of my clothes from her. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think some women spend probably more like two to three thousand, maybe more. But if you're savvy, you get clothes from yeah. sponsorships beforehand. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Like a right. You like a like a place in your town, mm-hmm. and you tag it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's one way to do it. I think a lot of people. Get stuff at Target, too, which is not too expensive. Do they? My, yeah. Yeah, people do. Because it looks, you know, doesn't look like it's from Target necessarily. Yeah, I hit up TJ Maxx. Lulu's is You're another. a Maxinista? Uh, <laughs> kind of. I hate shopping in general, and I really, really hate stores with lots of clothes inside them that I have to pick through. So I let my, I unleashed again my sister on <laughs> TJ Maxx. That's nice. I like shopping. I got some new sneakers on. Oh wow! Guys, you can't see it. You can't see it, but they're beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Before we go, one last thing. Yeah. Night one sensations, Mm -hmm. Catherine and Bree the fake Australian. Yes. Both got cut. Eliminated. Eliminated. Who else got cut? Nina, whoever that was. Okay. She she didn't make much of an impression. Sorry, Nina. Sorry, that sucks. But I know how that feels. Yeah, but Catherine and Bree, who were the biggest people. On night one. Yeah. Both gone by week three. Well, you predicted that with Catherine. Yeah. She didn't have the, they, if you don't, if you can't keep it going, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have the. We actually predicted that about Brie too, remember? Because we said she was, her being at that party for some reason was kind of a, a red yeah. flag to us. Mm-hmm. She probably didn't go far. Yeah. yeah. And even just, right, that they didn't show the resolution of the fake accent. Yeah. That was all she had. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you start. From a fraud. Uh-huh. 
it falls apart. <laughs> Unless you're Bernie Madoff, who kept it going for many, many years. And then fell apart. And then fell apart. <laughs> it always falls apart. So that was week three. Next week, we're going to Singapore, which will be nice. There'll be a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. And until then, I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Bye. Bye.